Hey, babe. Hi. How's it going? It's going. It's going well. It's going well. It's going well. Why is that? Because Can I get, I get more to, energy? Because I get to look at you every single day. No, I'm actually getting on your nerves right now. You can be honest. <laughs> what? You know, you're not really turned up right now. What do you mean? Welcome back to the McNair Family Affairs Podcast. Thank you for rocking with your family. Thank you. Thank you for coming over yet again. Let's get right into it. Listen, I know you don't like my attitude right now, mm-hmm. and I'm working on it. Not right now. Like, I'm going to work on it, though. My baby says. <laughs> <laughs> So listen, I am a work in progress and it's not really much to say about that. So, uh, babe, I just want to say thank you. Okay. You're welcome. I don't know what I'm thanked for. Because um, we just took two children on a flight for the very, very first time and uh, you did well. It was crazy. And I couldn't be more happy to... to do this life with you because them kids could have took us out and could have they did okay they did take us out <laughs> we lost oh, yeah. we lost <laughs> we lost yeah i'm no. not afraid to say it yeah no it's not it's not fun i mean it's fun but it's not fun it ain't fun <laughs> wow honey i think that you know it's, it's ridiculous it's what ridiculous. it is actually it's like yeah, just, this is why people who have kids, like they little try. small kids, they don't go anywhere. <laughs> hey, you know, here I am, you know, I, I plan trips, local trips, distance trips, you know, I do so much and I understand why people won't even take their kids outside. <laughs> you know, I don't really, I didn't understand it at first because, you know, I'm always doing something with the kids, but whoa, this flight took me out. I'm thinking that they're going to stay in the house for the rest of the year. Okay. Unfortunately, we do have like a couple other things lined up, but man, I regret it already. I regret it already. <laughs> um, but, you know, lesson, a lot of lessons learned <laughs> um, with um, doing that. And we may uh, have a, um, a podcast in the future kind of giving like tips on what we learned about traveling with kids. But if you want us to just kind of be frank, don't do it. <laughs> just, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Life will be fine. But I will say the kids are amazing. They did amazing on the flight. They were both so well behaved on all of the flights that we took. I can't even believe um, that we were blessed to have like such great children. And the difficulty came with more logistics than it was um, the behavior. So, um, yeah, we'll do something else with that but even to talk about that would exhaust me it's still too soon the wound the wound is still too soon (laughs) um (laughs) but aside from that baby is there anything you want to say no 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 all right all right so i have a topic in mind okay it's mainly about relationships and i want to know your thoughts and don't just push it back on me and go what do you think i really want to know your thoughts babe Okay, but I don't have many thoughts mm. about relationships. And, you know. Well, um, I think that it wouldn't be too far off from pertaining to our relationship. Okay. Okay. You okay. comfortable with that? I mean, I guess, yeah. If you don't, we could scrap it. No. <laughs> okay. So. I got to know what it is first. <laughs> you don't know what I'm about to say. But anyways. Nope. <laughs> so. One of the things that I talk about in our relationship that you had asked me last podcast, you know, did we see improvements on without directly asking me, I want to kind of go into it. And one of the things that I was saying is like, oh, what's important in a, like, sometimes I would feel like we didn't have, like, we weren't connected or we weren't connecting. 
Uh-huh. And when I felt like I had told that to you like numerous times over like a, a numerous weeks and months and I was getting more and more frustrated and I was like, you know, we're not connecting, we're not connecting. And your response to it was at that time was kind of doing more of what you were already doing. And we couldn't quite get a grip on how to get it back for the longest time. You felt like you were doing everything that you could. I'm not going to tell you how you felt. How did you feel when I was telling you, okay, I don't feel a connection? No, nah, I don't feel a connection, but I don't feel like we're connecting. Um, I don't. I, I don't know if I remember too much. But we I, were sitting on a couch. I was sitting there, and I was with the kids, and we're. I was sitting on a couch, and yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, yep. I, I, I was like, don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> but I mean, no, I know what you were talking about. But I was like, I trying to bring myself back to that position i guess um yeah no definitely felt like you just feel like you're like doing like as much as you can or you know like you don't really know when enough is enough you don't really know how to do what's being asked i guess (laughs) one of the things that you said was kind of like a turning point in our relationship because you're like maybe i just don't understand uh-huh. Because I was saying, okay, uh-huh. I don't feel a connection. I don't feel like, you know, you're doing, you know, what's necessary for me to feel like, you know, it's, it's us. And what I, and what I'm saying is in relationships, there's many different types of relationships, right? You have the relationships that are based on function where people are together, they're living their life, they're paying their bills and they're going through the motions of a relationship, but they don't necessarily have like that connection, that passion, that intimacy, that thing that you can't buy. And I'm of the mind of, I don't really need our marriage to be focused around the things that we can pay somebody to do. Okay. So if I don't need you to cook, clean, laundry, all, all those things I can hire somebody to come do them. What I need in a relationship are things that I can't really get anywhere else. And that is just that feeling of just kind of having a resting place, a sounding board, a friend, someone that I can serve, someone that I can just experience like life with. And that is something that it's ongoing all the time. It's not going to be, okay, I'm going to clean every Monday, Tuesday, da, da, da. connection is something that is kind, it's, it's more of a vibe. It's more of a, a feeling that you get and you're constantly nurturing that feeling with the person that you love the most. And uh, when I was saying, okay, you know, I feel like we're not connecting, we're not connecting. It was like, well, I'm doing everything on thing that you, mm-hmm. that you, everything that you would even think that you needed to have done. You know, I'm doing all those things. Like, well, what does a connection mean to you? So I bring that up right now because I find what the most challenging part of not just our relationship, but relationships in general is that communication factor, right? Mm-hmm. So I was having a hard time thinking that I was telling you what I needed and the whole months that I thought I was telling you, you were confused and you didn't know what I was saying. And it didn't even dawn on me that you didn't get what I was asking until we were sitting there, you were on the floor and I was sitting on the couch and you were like, I don't think I know what you're asking me for. And then I had to ask myself, have I ever been explicitly clear on what I need for my husband? And our marriage to feel connected. 
And when I was able to ask that question and then answer that question, I think that that's when we started to make that progress. Uh So all of this is getting into the conversation of when just to kind of hear from, you know, my side of, okay, feeling like I'm like, I'm, I'm just by myself in this. I'm by myself in this. And I would say to you, I'm like, I feel like I'm by myself in this. And you'd be like, well, I'm here to hold that whole time. <laughs> How are you alone? <laughs> you know, you was like, we together 24 seven. How is COVID? <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't been nowhere. You ain't been nowhere. How are you alone? And I'm, I just feel like I'm by myself. I feel like I'm by myself in this. And it would be sometimes where I would like kind of go through things and I would just say, okay, I just don't even really want to talk to you about it. And you'd be like, well, I'm confused because, you know, you thought like, why wouldn't you want to talk to me about it? And I, when I would feel, so what the feeling for me was, was I'm, I felt like I was alone. I felt like, you know, I, I wasn't being like understood on the level of like intimacy I was trying to be at. And that right there provided like a layer of like unsafety, like, you know, not being safe, not feeling like I had that security, you know, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I had that protection of me emotionally and I shut down, I withdrew and I just kind of started going through like the motions and I actually kind of got tired of talking about it, like tired of asking for, you know, you know, okay, do this, do this, do this, do this. Even though I wasn't even being explicit, I was just saying, I don't feel connected, period. I don't feel connected. Connect with me. Connect with me. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was enough. So that's how I was feeling. Well, how were you feeling in the times in which, you know, because I would ask you, well, how are you in a relationship? You're like, I'm good. I'm straight. <laughs> Kids, man, like, good. Wife, good. Like, I mean, he's, you like, I'm not straight because you ain't straight. But I'm like, life is great. <laughs> Got my football. Like, you know. Uh, I, yeah, no, I mean, like, I, yeah, I was, I didn't, I didn't know what to do or say it because I was like, I feel fine. <laughs> like, everything is great. Don't know what you- don't know what's happening. <laughs> and I think what was most difficult is that I started to internalize what I was feeling into thinking like, maybe I feel this way because I'm not, I'm underserving in my marriage. Maybe I'm not doing enough. So like, let me try to like, what I do a lot is like, I'll overcompensate. I'm like, let me just do more. Let me try to get your attention more. Let me try to impress you more. Let me try to do more, 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 more. And I realized like, dang, the more I do, it still wasn't clicking. Mm-hmm. And no matter how many times I said it, it was like, I, I started to feel hurt a little bit because I'm like, man, maybe you just don't care. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't care. If I've said this a thousand times, then why do I even need to keep saying it? Because you don't care. Maybe it's not going to change. Or maybe I should accept the fact that this is just going to be the existence of my marriage. And I just need to learn how to deal with it because um, marriage is more than just um, kind of like what my needs are. So I'm like, if he's happy, then, you know, let me just make sure that he's happy and I'll figure out other ways to satisfy my needs. So let me work out. Let me read. Let me, you know, do my own endeavors. And I was just trying to kind of medicate on myself to get through like kind of what I felt like I was going through alone in my marriage. But I can say now that we're like on the other side of that Self-sabotaging is a bitch. Hmm. <laughs> to self-sabotage in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because how do I expect of you 
to meet me where I'm at if I don't tell you what I need you to do. And there's always this saying, I don't need to, I don't want to train a man and teach a man how to love me. That is impossible because there was no way that you were going to know what I needed if I didn't tell you. And I didn't take the time to think about what I actually needed. I thought you were going to fix it. And I think I was looking at you to fix me instead of like looking within myself to fix me. And, you know, not fix me, not correct my behavior, but figure out, I fix me, but like assess my needs, like just be self-aware mm-hmm. of like what my needs are. And I, it was so crazy because the moment I started to explicitly tell you what I needed, it happened and it's happened consistently. And you're like, oh, you need mm-hmm. this? Psh- <laughs> what okay you want to date i got 50 of them for you you know and not to say that you know it was dating but you know what you know how i broke down like what my needs were to you you mm-hmm. were able to kind of take those in and be like okay what you need you need time to take a nap sometimes <laughs> take a nap and it, it's crazy because it's like it's almost to the point now where i'm like Hold on, I'm too free. <laughs> I'm like, I I feel like like I'm able to do everything. I'm able to go personal train. I'm able to um, run, walk, talk. You know, exercise. You know, do all the things that desire. I enjoy all life. But I think that communication is so layered, and the teaching aspect of a relationship is so layered, and it's hurtful a lot of times because the state that I was in only for like a couple months. People spend years of their marriage being in that part, that state. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to break out of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to break out of it. So what do you think I could have done differently to help you understand? Um, I mean, you ended up, I mean, I guess what you did <laughs> eventually, which is just like, you got, sometimes you just got to look. Honestly, I'm not even going to say men stupid like (laughs) people are stupid okay we don't i don't like we don't read between lines don't know how to you know think oh you feel this way so i so this is the way that i need to treat you like people are just different like we're wired differently so if i said so you know something that affects you one way is gonna affect me another way so like i would like people react to think the way that things affect them the way that they would affect like the things that, that that affect you, like I'm gonna react to it the way that it affects me. You know, like I go, for instance, like if you just say, "Oh, you know, it's hot, it's hot in here," I'm like, "Well, shoot, I'm, I'm cold." <laughs> you know, I'm cold. So, I'm, like, what is that? Like, what is? I don't know what to do for you because I'm cold. <laughs> you know, unless you tell me, like, "Oh, you hot," I turn the air on. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Or even perfect example actually, way way back in the day, I say way way back, it's like we haven't been together that long. But listen, what I'm saying is like in our first 2 years of like, you know, dating and all that stuff, like I you like you had a nosebleed. You said your nose was bleeding. Oh. You remember that? Do I remember? I was traumatized. <laughs> Story time really quick. I was pregnant. Yeah. So I have like recurring nosebleeds, right? So we pregnant, 
sometimes your blood is like pumping, 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 right? Mm-hmm. So I am in the bed and I'm pregnant as I'll get out. I'm nearing the end of my pregnancy with Jada and I get a nosebleed. So it's in the middle of the night. It's dark. I realize like my nose is bleeding and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my nose is bleeding. So I sit up and I got like a cup of blood in my hand because it's <laughs> bleeding profusely. And I look at Demario, I wake Demario up and I was like, Demario, my nose is bleeding. Oh, oh, that's very important though. Wake him up. Like, I'm not like. All right. And I said, Demario. Dead sleep. Like, I'm not thinking at this time. Yeah, and, I, <laughs> and I'm like, I said, babe. I didn't say Demario. I said, babe, my nose is bleeding. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay. It was, it was bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I, I said my nose is bleeding yeah I see <laughs> goes back to sleep I go with the cup of blood in my hand go in the sink rinse it out you know wait till my nose to bleed da 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 pregnant as ever getting out of this bed da 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 oh when I tell you I am pissed <laughs> I am angry I am fuming I can't even believe that this is happening. You're sitting next to me. My nose is bleeding. I'm pregnant. I'm like, I, I have my hands occupied. Don't want to get blood anywhere. And you mean to tell me you see it? And you see it? You said you see it? And you went back to sleep? No, wake up, mother. Wake up. Wake up. You're awake now. No, no, no. He was asleep. That next day, I was hot. I was mad with him. I'm like, I do everything to convince you to love you to show you i'm like you know if you were to say you had like a blister on your pinky Mm -hmm. it is my business i am making (laughs) sure that it is cleaned it is bandaged it is well and it's not infected i'm making appointments i'm doing anything (laughs) to make sure that your every need is met and you're just like i see his bleeding dog Mm -hmm. all right go ahead So, okay, after all that, it's like, all right, you said your nose is bleeding. Like, I'm not even really awake. You say I, like, wake up. I'm, like, I'm still half asleep, clearly. Like, (laughs) I'm so, therefore, I can't, I don't have the wherewithal to think, oh, maybe I should get some tissue or something like that. And you tell me, that's basically what you say. Why don't you just, like, I don't know, help, give me some tissue or something. I'm like... Wait, you asked me to get you some tissue? No, so that's not what happened. So <laughs> I mean, so that after, is what happened, though. Huh? It was just afterwards you talked to your, you know, uncle about it later. Like, I said, I was like, did you ask me to get you some tissue? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so afterwards, like, the next day or whatever, I'm just mad. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I had a nosebleed, da, da, da. So then I call on my reliable source. <laughs> I call on... God's gift to the world of my uncle. And I'm like, I absolutely like, this is my guy. Like, this is really, this is my guy. Like, he is like a sounding board. Like he is going to give me what I should do. I always take his advice. And he's like the only person on this earth that I actually listen to. So I was like, so uncle, right? I said, yo, tell me if I'm tripping, yo, tell me if I'm tripping. You know, he's, he's, he's a, he is a New Yorker. He don't got no words. He don't talk. He don't got nothing to say. He just is like, save the drama for your mama. Like that's who he is. So I was like, but yo, I need some advice, yo. Like what's good? Like, I'm like, I don't think this dude loved me. Like <laughs> I don't, I'm pregnant and you know, I don't even think he loved me. And he's like, I, 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 I showed him what's up. I'm like, look, 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 
My nose was bleeding last night. You know, you know how my nose bleeds? Bees just be gushing. Blood. Bloody. Mm-hmm. Nose. I thought my nose could have been broke. <laughs> you know, I got to get dramatic. Mm-hmm. I couldn't eat. It was a pool. <laughs> <laughs> a pool of blood. Mm-hmm. And I woke him up and I told him my nose was bleeding. <laughs> and he said, okay. <laughs> and I was like, you see my nose bleeding? He's like, I see it. <gasps> I can, can you believe that, uncle? <laughs> can you believe that? I can't even believe that. I can't even. He was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> he, he was like, yo, so your nose is bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> like, <laughs> I said, no, I didn't, I didn't die, but I could have. <laughs> I could have. He was like, I mean, what did you want him to do? <laughs> did he make your nose bleed? <laughs> He's like, I was like, no, no, it's just, you know, maybe it's just dry air. He was like, well, what, what was he going to do? <laughs> you know, like, give me some tissue. Da, da, da. Did you ask him to get you some tissue? <laughs> no. <laughs> wait, wait. So you calling me. <laughs> and you didn't even ask the man to get you no tissue? <laughs> Yo. You crazy. <laughs> How was he supposed to know you needed some tissue? It's like, yo, leave a man alone. <laughs> He's like, leave a man alone. So you didn't even tell him that you knew him. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I didn't tell him I needed some tissue. Well, he should have read my mom. Oh, so he should reach him out. I, he was like, all right, I'm out. Click, click. I was like, okay. Maybe I'm kind of tripping right now. And then long story short, I was like, oh. But I was mortified. I was just like, I can't even believe you. There's no way you could love me. But my point, yeah. But my point is, yeah, if you don't, like, in communication with people in general, like, you just have to be as explicit as possible. And if you get as explicit as possible and, you know, it's still nothing still registers, you know, maybe there's something, maybe then there's some kind of, you know, retribution or whatever the heck or resolution you need to come to. But if you don't give the other person like all the tools to be successful, it's kind of hard to be successful. (laughs) Yeah. I did not know that in marriage or in relationships that it was my responsibility to give you the tools to help me. In relationships, you think that you're in relationships, so yeah, it's just supposed to always be chemistry, and you're supposed to always just know and read. You know, when we first got together. Oh my God, you knew I liked the color blue. Oh, cause you listened. Oh God, you got my favorite flowers. Oh my God, you listened. Oh my God, you know my body, you know my likes and my interests. You just know, and you kind of get caught up in this idea that like life is this. Utopia, and uh, that's just the way it's always going to be. And it's not, it's work. It is constantly putting in that work because life gets busier. Uh, you, uh, priorities change. Uh, it's life just lives. And when that happens, it may, it, you know, people aren't, may not be so available to understand you. 
the way that they probably could have in the past. So it doesn't mean that, you know, you're less of a priority. It just means that maybe they're just less available to understand you the way that they used to understand you on top of the fact that you're constantly changing too. So you're singing a whole new tune and they're like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to even just get to know you let alone like try to read your mind. Like that's going to be impossible. <laughs> so I didn't know that in our marriage, that it was going to be my responsibility to give you all the tools to be successful, to be like, okay, this is actually what I need. Like uh-huh. I need you to hug me. I need you to hug me then. And I need you to, you know, make sure that I'm fine and make sure you know, if I'm walking out, you're watching me walk out, you know, whatever, not to say these are exact things, but you know, things that are just ex- ex- explicit as that. Like for instance, I don't do basements. I just don't. And like, if I need something, I'm like, oh, I left something in the basement. And I tell you, you like, okay, well, you be looking at me like, okay, we'll go get it. And I'm like, okay, so you're not thinking, okay, she's afraid of the basement. She actually really needs this. Okay, let me just, you know, either go get it or tell her I'll get it a little bit later. Or just to kind of tell her something to acknowledge that, okay, this is something that she's actually afraid of. And that's okay to be afraid. And I'm here for you. And I've heard you, you know, or I'll go with you, you know, whatever the case may be. You got to constantly do that work. Uh-huh. And in relationships, if you ever stop doing that work, you're really going to fall out of sequence. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's important to kind of get back in sequence. And I guess the, all this to say, okay, what are some tips that we can say helped us with that communication of me expecting you to read my mind and us being really not in sync and how, um, you know, you can't come through that. I mean, yeah, no, I, I don't know. Like I said, it's just about being as explicit as possible. <laughs> I mean, you maybe okay, you, maybe me, you don't have to maybe me. you don't have to be like well, you maybe you don't have to do like a if then or something like that. <laughs> but you don't have to do no like you know if X happens, response should be Y Z. Don't mm-hmm. you don't have to necessarily get that deep into it. But it's like you gotta. Be like, okay, when, like, what I am looking for is specifically X, Y, Z from you specifically. Yeah. <laughs> to identify, I think that what's important is when something happens, because what I, what, what for me, when something was happening, understand and give myself the grace, not even give you the grace, give myself the grace of not being understood. And that's okay. That he doesn't understand what you're needing right now. Mm-hmm. And give myself the grace and then humble myself and realize that I'm never too big to serve in my marriage. And serving in my marriage could be just in this moment, putting my pride aside and saying, can you just give me a hug? Yeah. It seems impossible to think you should ask somebody for a hug or tell somebody, okay, you should probably get hugged then. And it's like, but that's the truth. That's what you actually need. It's like, I'm not telling my this, but you have to. Uh-huh. And it's like when, and then you give them the cue, like maybe they're not reading the room and then you say, okay, Hey, when I'm feeling like this, I just want to go. I just want to hug. I, don't ask me a million questions, you know, uh-huh. and like for instance, if I just, you know, God forbid, got into like a tragic situation. Don't ask me what happened with the situation. You know, ask me if I'm okay. Give me a hug. Come for me first. We'll deal with the facts of a case later, but right now I need this. So uh-huh. in a situation, you know, just, you know, identify, okay, I may have to humble myself and say this and that's okay. It doesn't make me weak. It actually makes me really, really strong because I'm being a helpmate and a partner to 
you know, my significant other. And I think that that works both ways. That's not even just for women. You know, that could be for men as well. It's just a communication hurdle that you both can kind of jump over together opposed to trying to single-handedly, you know, you know, fix something and then constantly get mad that it doesn't work. And then second, I think it's important to, aside from just introduce humility, it's important to be willing to be resistant. I mean, resilient and know that they may not get it the first time. They may not even be in the headspace. And sometimes things have to sit and marinate for a while. And you have to be patient with the process because if you expect the change to happen overnight, you could be putting too much expectations on yourself. Not even the person on yourself, over yourself to to just be okay with something or make a decision about your relationship. I mean, meaning you could put too much, for me, how things would tra- translate in my, my mind, you, oh, you just don't love me. Like, there's no way you can love me. There's no way you can even like me. Like, am I okay? Like, am I satisfying you? You know, whatever. <laughs> that's how I'm crazy. Like, that's literally how things like translate into my head. So I have to start giving myself the grace and be like, I don't have to make a decision on this right now. I can just give it the time and let it play out. But if you keep forcing yourself in your relationship when your emotions are high to make a decision, then you could really cause like a lot of emotional conflict within yourself that can then, you know, ooze out onto your other intimate relationships, whether it's with your children or your husband or, you know, coworkers or whoever your friends or whoever you're closest to. So I would say that and then every situation, you know, always lead with love. I know mm-hmm. that it's like my trade stamp. I try to always lead with love, have conversations with love, you know, having conversations with always that open heart that everything is going to be okay. Regardless of how this conversation goes, it's going to, I love you more than this conversation. And I think that to introduce that really kind of lets down guards a lot. And if you're about to bring up like a conflict, start with love is like, you're bigger and you're more important and I love you more than mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. It's something that just needs to be addressed, but it doesn't yeah. take away how important you are to me, how much I love you and how much I'm going to always love you and continue to do what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. Together we have to address this because this is affecting me A, B and C. Instead right. of you don't do this. I'm sad because of this. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. You know, that introduces conflict and people's they shut no, down. They don't even listen. Hear you. Can't and, even hear you at that point. I can't hear you if you do that because maybe. now you're telling me I don't love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So even so, when I say that, okay, it translates in my mind. Okay, like you don't love me. Okay, so I don't say okay, like you just don't love me. I don't really say that. Yeah, no, I, I I'm saying. No, I'm telling yeah, the podcast because yeah. you know I don't want them to be like, oh, you tell, oh, you don't love no, me. I never no. say that. I'm just saying, like naturally, if you feel like that, that's what your mind resorts to. That's an okay feeling to feel because I share with you, you know, that same emotional response. It's also important to to know that that could be that could turn into a toxic trait real quick. If you don't learn like the different steps to kind of step your way out of your emotions and deal with the facts at hand and come up with a practical approach to come through it. And that is stepping back and just, you know, really realizing like why you're there. I love you. And I know that you love me. We ain't got the tools. And sometimes you may not find that tool that the tools exist within your marriage. And I think that's where it becomes important to have a marital village and that village of people that are married the way you want to be married. 
Mm-hmm. And are if they're biblically mar- biblically married or whatever, you need to have that type of mentorship that you can lean on that are advocates for both you and your partner. You don't want just a you advocate or just a him advocate. It has to be someone that is solidly rooted in the fruits of your marriage as one. I think that's important, but I also think I think that's really important to yeah just have, have those like advocates advocates and mentors and stuff. I also think it's good to have like. Those kind of like peer friendships, kind of like mm-hmm. where you're like with other married couples or a couple, whatever your situation is. Mm-hmm. That's you need that you need a need good communication for. Like it's good to have other people in their relationships too. But it's like you're not necessarily to talk about. You don't even have to, like, sometimes, yeah, sure, if you want to talk about whatever you want to talk about. But I'm saying, like, just to have that ground, like, okay, I see. You could see a lot better from afar than you can, for some reason, than you can, you know, write up under your own nose. You know, sometimes you could see a situation happen with a couple or you could see it's like, right in front of you and you're like... You know, what, what are the, you know, let's just say like a couple in front of you is like about to get in an argument or something or like yeah. they like doing that and you're like, what are they really getting in an argument about? And then you think if you, tr- if you can, if you like can take that thought and like translate it to yourself and think like, do we do that? Do I do that? And you yeah. can kind of like reflect, re- reflect and be like, okay, I don't like. I don't want to be that way, or, or I do want to be, be or I do want to be that mm-hmm. way. You know, it's just kind of like figuring that out. Yeah. Um, Exposure is important yeah. because sometimes if you mm-hmm. isolate yourself within marriage, then you'll think that you're alone in your problems. And most and, people yeah, go no. through like the same kinds of problems. Oh, all the same. Like everything. Everybody. Everybody everything does go through the same. Thing. I learned. I learned. <laughs> you know, because you know, we have a lot of uh, marital uh, marriage friends. We have marriage yeah. groups. We have marriage mentors. We yes. have pretty much. We are armed and dangerous when it comes to this marriage. Like we we gonna see to it in this in this union. Yeah. Um. You know, but even in marriage, right? It's like I have a lot of wives that are friends, and you know. And, and to be that partner to like a to a wife, like a wife to a wife to another wife, or a husband to another husband, it comes with like a huge. It it comes bearing a huge responsibility because on one hand you got to be a girl's girl, and on the other hand you have to uh, make sure that you're in support of the union. So like I have like some girlfriends that are going through things, and you know they may be like mad wrong, but I'm gonna be like I'm be mad wrong with you. <laughs> I'm be mad wrong with you, and I'm like I ain't gonna sit there and be like ooh, you know it's okay that you you know <laughs> defile your marriage like that's different. Mm-hmm. But if you like oh. Oh, yeah, you with, you with, I'm with whatever you with, sis. And you forgive him, I'm forgiving him too. I'm, mm-hmm. off I'm with whatever you want. I'm not like, I'm a girl's girl because I understand that it's important. Because sometimes, you know, if you're a wife and you're kind of going crazy and you in this madness, you don't need your girl, your wife friend to be like, okay, yeah, you know, that's madness. You know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. But sometimes <laughs> you need them to wow with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm the wife that I'm a wow with you. Mm-hmm. But then before it goes too far, I'm like, all right, look, 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 look. <laughs> We got to just cool down a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. about to ride out, follow him. Okay, I'm out there. Let's follow him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to get out the car. <laughs> just stay. stay. We, we came, we saw, we conquered. We could talk that shit. We're going to be like, yeah, we could have been doing Yeah, yeah, yo, yo, yo. He, girl, I wish he would. Yeah, we could do all that. But then we're going to come to our senses and then we're going to have to deal with this, you know, in a way that is a, a responsible wife opposed to, you know, 
you know, whatever. So I think that having a wife, wife you know, because sometimes, you know, a lot of wives will go to single women and a single woman will have them just kind of going too far. <laughs> you know, you don't want to go too far, <laughs> you know, but sometimes wives are too like holier than thou. Like they're not going to like get, get with it. And I'm like, come on, that's not even real. Like. I'm the wife. I'm like, yo, are we pulling up? Okay, we're going to pull up. We're just not getting out the car. But we're going to go through all the other process of getting dressed, getting the Tims and the, the, the Vaseline ready. And then I'm going to pull up and then we're going to leave for a minute because we have kids. <laughs> we have kids. <laughs> but, but then we're going to be on the phone. Oh, girl, if you ain't call me down, I would I know, girl. I know you would have. I know you would have. Oh, girl, you know, it's okay because, you know, they're like, I'm going to get here. I'm going to do. No, 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 no. We're going to pray. Mm-hmm. We're going to pray. We're going to do the right thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's important to make sure that you do stay in line with married people that have married consequences because it's important to deal with people that have the same to lose as you do or not. You'll mess around and have somebody um, snatch you away from your whole family and then you be mm-hmm. screwed. That's yeah. not necessarily what you want to do because people are nah. human. They make mistakes. Yeah. You name it. Yeah. Yeah. So... Alright. Yeah. I think that's enough. Very interesting. <laughs> very, very interesting. You always get me out of left field on these things. <laughs> well, I do my part. Thank you all for um coming over and hanging out with us. We're gonna go ahead and sign off. Sign off. Cool. Holla. Bye.